Okay, Boker Tov, we're starting a new Mishnah in Moin Kut and Yud Aleph Amad Aleph. We know there is a mitzvah of putting a guardrail along your upstairs uh, balcony. So that takes a bit of work to build a balcony or things like that. So the Mishnah says, You may make a railing for a roof or whatever, a gallery, some kind of balcony on the second floor. But in what way? So you make it in the manner of an amateur. But not the work of a craftsman. And the Gemara is going to explain how you do that. Okay? Now, interestingly, the Ritva holds that this Mishnah about a railing is not the mitzvah of the Torah of a ma'akeh, of a protective railing, but it's simply for optional protection. Okay, I guess it depends on how high and how dangerous and things like that. But an obligatory railing, the one Torah says you have to make, that can even be made by a craftsman because that's a mitzvah. Do a mitzvah, you got to do the mitzvah the way it's meant to be done. And it's got to be permanent. Okay, so, and that's why it's interesting. Sometimes the terms work of a craftsman and work of an amateur refer to the skill employed in the performance of the act where other times they refer to the quality of the outcome. Okay, fine. So now, so we're talking about the non-mitzvah one, but again, so the question is like, so how could it not be dangerous at all? I mean, this is the question. If it's not, if the Torah doesn't require you to do it, why do you have to do it? I mean, if it's dangerous, it's dangerous. If it's not dangerous, it's not dangerous. If it's dangerous, it's a mitzvah. If it's not dangerous, it's not a mitzvah. So why do you got to make additions to that? So we'll have to, that's according to the Ritva. Okay. I guess others would argue and could say, no, it's talking about the one that's the mitzvah one. If it's the mitzvah one, it makes sense. The other ways, it's harder to understand according to the Ritva. Anyway, that's halacha number one. Halacha number two is shofin es hastokin. You can smear plaster over the cracks of the floor of an oven or according to another opinion, it's the cracks in a roof. And that makes sense because if you got cracks in the oven, it won't cook so well. And I guess in the roof for sure, it's going to leak into your house. Doesn't say a difference between uh, in a mice a hedged or not. Next, and you can flatten them with a roller. In other words, you can press and finish the plaster that's put into the cracks. Okay, this is the uh, literal translation. Gomorrah is going to explain it a little more deeply later on, the Gomorrah. And you could do it when you're doing smearing this plaster, by hand or by foot. In other words, you can pound the plaster's oven with a handheld stick to seal the cracks, or you can stomp on the plaster floor of the oven to seal them. But you can't use a machaltzayim. And that is a, a certain type of uh, tool. Either it's a wooden foot-shaped block that's used for pressing and sealing cracks. According to some, it's a trowel. So sealing the cracks in this way is more of a craftsman's work than sealing them with a roller. Okay, 
On the other hand, Rashi and others learn the opposite. The use of the roller is more of a craftsman work than the use of a machzal sign. Either way, again, he's saying it should be doing it in the, in a, simply in a way, not in a craftsman's way. Now, next, Hatsir, Vahatsinor, Vahakoira, Vahamanul, Vahamafteach, Shinishbru. If you have the pivot of a socket, these are pegs that extend from the top and bottom of a door, fitting into the holes into the lintel and the dorsal and serving as the hinges to swing the door. Okay? That is the pivot or the socket. The socket is the hole in the door sill that holds the lower pivot. Okay? And also, the kora is the lintel over the door. The maftech is the lock. If any of them, the lock or the key, if any of them broke, and all of them are obviously involved in having a door, all the different parts of a door. You want the door to work, to close, and to lock. That's a reasonable thing to want to have on Yontif. If they're broken, so obviously, you can fix them on Cholamoyed. Why is it so necessary? So thieves don't come in and steal from your house. And this is clearly something that's going to be lost. And in that case, it can be done with a professional manner without any kind of shinui because it is to avoid a hefzid maruva. But here comes the first time it's really being mentioned out up front. But it's provided you're not leaving that work for cholamoy. If your door is busted a week before Cholamoy, don't say, well, I'm too busy now. I'll wait for Cholamoy to fix the door. That you should not do. Next point. What about pickling food? So uh, pickling food, some pickling can be done quickly. Some takes more time. So any pickled food that can be eaten on the festival so they can do it right away, and you can pickle them because you're obviously going to benefit from them on cholamoid or yontif and therefore it's a yontif need for eating foods. But if it's going to take, you're going to start the pickling process and it's not going to end till after cholamoid, that is not allowed. Okay, so now we mentioned way in the beginning, you can make this railing in a non-professional way versus a professional way. So Gemara asks, explain exactly what do we mean amateur work when we're talking about building a railing. So Rav Yosef, it's the type of material that you use. So he says, it's it's palm, fronds, and laurel branches. Words, you have a series of these laurel posts and you weave the palm fronds in between, you make a railing, and that's a very non-professional way of making it. But it was taught in a brisa. You pile up stones one upon another without cementing them with mortar. So I guess it gets the job done and will keep people from falling over but you cannot do a professional job uh, uh, for that because that would take too much tircha. And I guess this is enough to make it safe. I guess that becomes the point. Then you need this to make the house safe. 
Okay, so that is the minimal amount of work that will be safe. You have uh, stones piled up. You know, it, it may not look pretty, but it gets the job done. So that's basically the point he's making over here. Then we go back to the next point of the Mishnah. You can smear plaster over the cracks and flatten them with a roller by hand or by foot, but not with machal tzayim. Skamora says, wait a minute. You said it's permitted to seal the cracks even with a roller. So if you can seal it with a roller... So biyad uberegel maboy, do we have to say by hand or by foot? It's more of a craftsman's work when cracks are sealed with a roller than when they're sealed by your hand or by foot. So why would the mission have to mention that you could do it by hand or by foot at all if you could do it with a roller? So Gamar explains the mission means like this. Hachi Kamar, this is what the mission is saying. Shafinis asadakim umagilin also kein magila biyad beregel. We can smear the plaster over the cracks and flatten them by hand or by foot, similarly to the way you would flatten with a roller. That's what he's saying. Since amateur skills are being employed, the repairs may be made, even if the results are as good as which would be done by a roller. But you cannot use a roller. In other words, we thought the Mishnah meant you can use a roller. It says, Bimagila. So he says, no, it means you you smear it by hand or by foot, even if that is as good as a roller. That you cannot use the roller. not with So therefore, according to the more now, the actual use of the roller is forbidden. There should be no need for the mission to say with a machaltsaim, which is even a greater degree of craftsman's work. So that's a question. According to Gomorrah's explanation now, it's saying you can't use a roller, but you could use your hands and your feet to smear it, even though it's as good as a roller. So that makes sense. But you can't use a machal tzayim. Now machal tzayim is even a, a greater degree of a, 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 a trowel. is even better. So it's a problem. How do you explain the Gomorrah? So the Ritva says, when the Mishnah says, but not with a machal tzayim, it's meant to be interpreted in the same sense as with a roller. That is, one may use his hands and feet to produce a roller-like result, but not to produce the more professional machal tzayim-like results. So what he's saying is like this. Uh, a roller is one type of professional level. Machal tzayim is a better professional level. Two levels of professional can't use either one. But what if I'm using my hands and my feet? And I'm using my hands and my feet so good, it's as good as a roller. That's okay. But if you're going to use your hands and feet to make it as good as a machal which is even a higher level, that much you can't do. So that's different levels of work you can do with your hand. Okay, now we go to the door. We said, if the pivot or the socket or the lintel or the lock of the door or the key broke, you can fix them on Chol HaMoed. Veramino, so now the Gemara is going to show a contradiction between our mission and a different Mishnah, which also deals with not working a Chol HaMoed. So this Mishnah is in Meiser, Shani, and in Sota. 
And it talks about innovations introduced by Yochanan <coughs> Kohen Gadol. So the Gemara says, Ad Yamov, until his days of Yochanan Kohen Gadol, Hoyapatish Maka Yerushalayim. You were allowed to bang a hammer in Yerushalayim. When? And Cholomite, if you had to do a task that was necessary to avoid a revocable loss, which was allowed on Cholomite, so in Yerushalayim, so if you wanted to bang with a hammer and it was to stop a Hesem Rubah, it was allowed. However, Yochanan Kohen Godol made a decree you can't use these tools on Cholomite because of the loud noise which they make and that desecrates the Yantif because it makes it seem like business as usual. It's very easy. You go to Yerushalayim nowadays, right? It's a noisy place. Besides the traffic and everything, but boy, is there construction everywhere you go, right? And like, like really, if you think about it, if you, uh, if you ever, you know, what I do now, once I had this problem, if you ever want to go on a vacation, you want to take a house, a cottage somewhere, you never taught you to ask, is there construction next to the house? Remember, you ask on VRBO, you ask questions. You know, what's the, is the, is the pool, is a good pool, pool working, is that? So one time I went and uh, there was work going on, thank God, not right next to, but a few houses away. So then from then on, I asked questions, you know, and sometimes they say, well, yeah, there is. So you don't want to have construction it makes a lot of noise. So Rabbi Yochanan was saying, even though there's nothing wrong per se, and if you're not in Yerushalayim, he would allow it. Yerushalayim, after all, it's Yerushalayim. He said you can't do it until until his time. You could, but then afterwards, not. Ad Yomov. So the more implies until his time. Yes, workmen could use their tools. Yerushalayim and Cholamite. But after his times, lo, no. So we see it's prohibited nowadays to work with tools on Cholamoy. How could our Mishnah permit the repairing of things that require the use of tools? So how do you understand? We say you can fix the door, you can do all these things. But, but now Rabbi Yoh said you can't do this. So it seems to contradict it. Where it says, lo, kasha, it's not a question. There's a difference Khan, here in the case of Yochanan Kain Godel, we're talking about Bidinapoche. We're dealing with the hammer of a blacksmith. And if you've ever watched the movies where they have the blacksmith hammering, it's quite loud. Khan, but here we're talking about fixing the door and things like that, is Bidinagore. We're dealing with carpenter's tools. So the blacksmith bangs on an anvil, makes a really loud noise, and that's Rabbi Yochanan Godel did not allow because the noise desecrates Cholomite. But here we're talking about, you know, wooden repairs, wooden locks and things like that. When the guy comes to fix your door, you don't hear that kind of noise. So therefore the repair work allowed by our Mishnah was not prohibited by the Kohen Godel. And therefore you definitely would not do... So now, if your door broke... You could call the repairman. Doesn't make a lot of noise. Face, what if uh, what if your drive driveway breaks? You're wondering, what do you mean a driveway breaking? I'll tell you what it means, a driveway breaking. I had a neighbor three houses down. It just made a sinkhole. Just made a one fine day. 
with a real sinkhole, like, you know, on half of the driveway. Couldn't, couldn't drive on that half, half, yes. So that you couldn't do a chalamoid because you just have to suffer for a week and just park on the other side. So that would be a difference like that. So that was answer over there. So now, but Rav Chista does not like the answer. Maskev la Rav Chista. Rav is going to say, Yomu, should people then say, Kala Rabba Osir, that a loud sound is forbidden? Is this what you want me to think? And Kala Zutar Shari, and a soft sound is permitted? Is that going to be the difference? But wait a minute. If, what if I work softly? Very hard work. That something's not so necessary. So he doesn't like that answer. It can't just be noise. Elam Rav Chistalo Kasha, it's not a Kasha, Hub Magli. When the Mishnah says we're allowed to repair a Cholamoid, it's dealing with large saws which produce no noise at all. And Hub Chatzini, but the question of the other other Mishnah is talking about Chatzini with axes which produce noise. So Rav Chistalo agrees that Yochan Godel decreed was motivated by noise that the tools produce. But he argues and says it's unreasonable to distinguish between degrees of noise. That was the question. So now we make a difference between tools that make no noise at all versus toys, ones that make noise. However, even a saw makes some noise. But that noise, however, is localized and does not resound beyond the workshop. In contrast, the sound of an axe chopping, and even more so, the sound of a hammer banging echoes through the whole town. Shabiochen going God only prohibited tools such as an axe or hammer that makes us a publicly large noise. It doesn't really answer the essential question, though. I mean, are you really allowed to do very much work, even if it's quiet? So it doesn't seem. It seems to have not worked on that uh, question. Other Rishonim say Rachis explanation be that our mission permits repairs. Only tools that are not generally used for these purposes. That's a shinui. Whereas Yochanan Godel does not allow that. Let's do three more lines. Rav Papa, Rav is the simplest answer. Our Mishnah is, Kodam before the decree was made. Rabbi Yochanan Godel in the Mishnah was in the times of the Mishnah. So before the decree, you could use it. But the other mission is Khan Lachar That's after the decree. So therefore, that's not a question. And to finish up this topic, and another answer, Ravashi Omar, Ha, Rabbi Yehuda. The thing is, the mission that says the decree of Rabbi Yehuda, it was, Rabbi Yochan Godel was authored by Rabbi Yehuda, who holds that work on Cholomoid to prevent an irrevocable loss needs a Shinui. And ha, Rav Yossi. But Armish like Yossi, who says, it does not need to be, you have a Shinui. And that, Machlokas, we haven't learned yet. That's on Yud Aleph Ahmed Beis. That's when we'll really get into the detail. So now let's think about the repair of a door of a lock that falls into the category of a local loss. If they're not repaired, thieves are going to come. So that's according to Rav Yossi, who says that you can't do it without a Shinui. And therefore, it's okay. The other Mishas, Kren Rabbi Huda says you can't use it with a Shinui. To Amar of Dimi, for how do we know all this? Rabbi Yitzchabar Dimi says, Man Tana, who's the Tana that says, Shinui b'moid b'davra avid, who says that if he wanted something that's caused a, a loss, that it has to be done with a Shinui, a change. 
It's not like Rabiosi. And therefore, that's the difference in the Mishnah. So you have to make a Shinui or not. Finally, Ravina says, Om Ravina, Keman Madlina Haidna so according to whose opinion do we nowadays permit a person to put back the lintel over the door on Cholomoyed in a usual way? Obviously is Keman Karabiosi. It's like Rabiosi who says you can't do it in a usual way. And that's a good place to stop because now we go back to now fixing stoves. And Amir Tzashem, tomorrow we'll finish the parak. First parak. Okay, Yashukayek, everybody. Have an easy and meaningful fast. So Phyllis.